Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Kate, and I will be your host. Today, we will be looking at the passage of Scripture from Proverbs 13.8. It reads, A person's riches may ransom their life, but the poor cannot respond to threatening rebukes. I went right away to the commentary when I first read this verse because I wanted to make sure that I got it right and that I understood exactly what was being communicated here. That a person's riches may ransom their life would seem like if you're rich, you can save your life, but the poor cannot respond to threatening rebukes as if the poor, you don't have money, then you're helpless. So that was kind of my like first initial reaction, but I wanted to make sure that I was understanding the context of this passage properly. And what is being communicated here to us is pretty much that, that you can't, you can, you can have lots of wealth and be considered rich. So it's an accurate observation to say that a rich man can pay a ransom for his earthly life. So he may be able to get out of something because he has wealth and essentially can buy someone off and avoid responsibility or avoid the guilt and the rebuke. However, a poor man is not able to do that because he has nothing to give in exchange. So it's this idea of, sure, you can have earthly wealth and get your way out of things potentially or avoid threats because you can leverage your wealth. However, if a poor person is rebuked for their guilt, uh, they're not able to pay that off and will have to endure the guilt. And when I am thinking about this, I'm like, what is trying to be communicated to us when we're talking right now? um, Tim Keller is talking about money and work these last few days and the next couple of days. And I think what it's important for us to remember is the context of wealth too, that, you know, we are a wealthy people in America. If you find yourself living in America, you know, you're in some of the top percentages of the world for wealth. And it's important too to understand that with greater wealth, there's actually greater accountability for what we do with our money. And I know for me, sometimes I forget about that because I often will time, like oftentimes will think, well, I don't really have that much money. But then when I bring perspective into it, I do. And the greater amount that I have, I'm more responsible. If I think about when I was 16 and, you know, I'm I'm making minimum wage at loose custard, ice cream, pizza, like fried food, all the things, and I'm making minimum wage. Like if I look back when I was 16, did I walk around and say I'm rich? No, but I felt like I had something. I had something more that I did have money. And then with that money, I had to learn that I had to pay for my own gas and my own insurance. So that's where, you know, I had to learn to use my money wisely. And I think that as I reflect back, yeah, absolutely. More money equals more accountability and we have to remember that. And I also think we can look at this passage and go, oh yeah, okay, the wealthy can buy their way out of things, you know, and kind of like shake our head or shake our finger. Um, but I also think about what the expectations are um, on people that do have money. 
uh, who have that uh, greater responsibility. I know that I've been uh, guilty of thinking uh, poorly about the expectations that I have on the wealthy, thinking about what can they give to me, or maybe they should be giving more here, or oh, they can fill in the blank. Have you ever had those thoughts when you think uh, or see someone that you think is wealthy? Do we automatically make some assumptions about people with wealth that maybe we shouldn't because they carry a responsibility that maybe you and I don't? Uh, I think there's this moment when you are at a job, you've been employed, and you have to steward a budget. So here you have potentially a a great sum of money that you're responsible to steward. So it's not even stewarding your own money, it's stewarding someone else's money. And you think about the responsibility you have when you are in charge of a budget to respond to where money's going, to have enough to go here and there. And there's accountability. Your boss, your C, your CFO, they're going to check to make sure that that money is going in the appropriate places. Um, and that you're responding to the needs of even people asking you places to put your budget, that you have that accountability. And so it's important for us to know that there is greater the gift, greater the responsibility. And I think what we're being shown here is that there's this important truth that we need to steward our, our money and our wealth well while he, we're here on earth. But to also remember that all of that comes from the Lord above and that what is here on earth, our treasures here on earth will not come with us to heaven. And we may be able to use our money uh, to get out of things or to manipulate things or to help make ourselves feel better. But at the end of the day, it's not our eternal life that we're able to buy that was already done for us. That was done for us by Jesus himself. And we can look actually way back in First Chronicles 29, if I can read this for you, First Chronicles 29, 10 through 19. And it's actually David's pr- a, a prayer from David. And I think it's a great way to look at the response of how we should look at our, our wealth and what we have here on earth. And David says, may you be blessed, Lord God, our father Israel, from eternity to eternity. Yours, Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the splendor and the majesty for everything in the heavens on the earth belongs to you. Yours, Lord, is the kingdom and you are exalted as the head over all. Riches and honor come from you and you are the ruler of everything. Power and might are in your hand, and it is in your hand to make great and to give strength to all. Now, therefore, our God, we give you thanks and we praise your glorious name. But who am I and who are my people that we should be able to give as generously as this? For everything comes from you, and we have been given, you have given us only what comes from your hand. For we are aliens and temporary residents in your presence as we are our ancestors. Our days on earth are like a shadow without hope. Lord our God, all this wealth that you've provided for building you a house and for your holy name comes from your hand. Everything belongs to you. I know, my God, that you will test the heart and that you are pleased with what is right. I have willingly given you all of these things with an upright heart, and now I have seen your people who are present here giving joyfully and willingly to you. 
Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, our ancestors, keep this desire forever in our thoughts and our hearts for your people and confirm their hearts towards you. Give me, son Solomon, an undivided heart to keep and to carry out all of your commands, your decrees, and your statutes, and to build the building for which I make provision. I love this. It's a great and powerful reminder that everything we have, whether you think you are wealthy or not, everything that you have is a blessing and comes from the Lord's hand, and He has given it to you. And yes, there is responsibility to steward our money and to steward our possessions well here on earth, but keeping it with the eternal perspective that it's all his anyways, and he's entrusted us and we get to model what it looks like to use our wealth and our finances to bless others and to build his church. And in my final thought around this verse, I think what I want to read is 2 Corinthians 8, 9. So we read David in, in Chron- 2 Chronicles, the Old Testament, and then coming into the New Testament, we see it say in 1 Corinthians 8, 9, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus. Though he was rich for your sake, he became poor so that by his poverty, you might become rich. What God did by sending his son was flip everything upside down because Our riches are in heaven (laughs) and God is, has it all. He is over it all. And he made himself come to this earth and become poor by our means, our earthly standard so that we could become rich with him in eternity. He paid, (laughs) he paid the ransom. We don't have to worry about paying our way out of anything for eternal life. He has given that to us. And so that's my final thought there. And I love that through these next few days, we're going to continue to journey through this idea of money and work and what it means to be a Christ follower, looking through Proverbs uh, and seeing uh, the wisdom and what's required of us with our money and our work. Before we go, let me just pray for you. God, we thank you so much that you are in control. We thank you that we can trust that you are Jehovah Jireh, that you are a provider, God. We thank you that uh, we have all the assurance um, of eternal life through your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for uh, the, the blessed gift through his life, God, that makes us so rich um, in you. And Father, may we never lose sight of that. And may the things of this world never get our attention so much that we forget what you have done for us and we forget that our treasures are stored up in heaven, that our eternity is in heaven with you, that we can steward things well here on earth, but God, we long for the day that we get to be with you in your splendor um, in the days ahead, Father, with you for eternity. And so God, would you give us discernment and wisdom as we're here on earth? Uh, to steward our wealth and our possessions well. Father, give us your eyes, give us your heart. God, give us your hands. We trust in you and we thank you for all you've given us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. 
For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.